The Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing at all during those days, and when they were over, he was famished. The devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become a loaf of bread. Jesus answered him, It is written, One does not live by bread alone. Then the devil led him up and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And the devil said to him, To you I will give their glory and all this authority, for it has been given over to me, and I give it to anyone I please. If you then will worship me, it will all be yours. Jesus answered him, It is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Then the devil took him to Jerusalem and placed him on the pinnacle of the temple, saying to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here. For it is written, He will command his angels concerning you to protect you, and on their hands they will bear you up, so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. Jesus answered him, it is said, do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished every test, he departed from him until an opportune time. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace be with you from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior Jesus, who is the Christ. Let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Good and gracious God, we give you thanks for this day. Be with us as we walk in our wilderness, that we will know of your love. This we ask in your holy and your precious name. Amen. I really like being outside. I have a job that I really, really like, but I get to sit behind a desk, I get to be in a car, I get to be at hospitals, I get to be in people's homes. I love my job, but I really like being outside, and especially when I get to be out and, and hike in God's creation and look at the beauty of the world around and just see, see the, the creation that God has made. When you go on a hike, you have to be prepared. And back in 2013, I had an opportunity to go on a sabbatical. And the first part of my sabbatical, I was at Glacier National Park. And I took a shuttle and went up to Waterton, Canada, which is the Canadian side of Glacier National Park. And it was just beautiful. The lake is gorgeous. It was just a wonderful place to sit and and admire the beauty of God's creation. But I was there to hike, to get ready to go out, to go on a journey. And so I was reading about things, and they said, well, you know, you really shouldn't hike unless you have bear spray because you might come across a black bear or a grizzly bear. So you really need to have bear spray on you. And so I bought a can of bear spray, and I had it on my belt, and then they looked at me and they said, well, you know, it's really not safe to hike by yourself. But I was by myself, and I'm like, 
well, where, what trails would you? He's like, well, over here's a trail. It's, it's usually pretty well traveled. So, you know, other people, you're likely to see a few other people. So I go, and the name of the trail is the Bear Hump Trail. I don't know a lot about it, except it says it's moderate, and it's 1.8 miles in length. And as I get to the, mount, the head of that trail, that trailhead, there's a big yellow sign that says, caution, bear activity yesterday. So I'm like, well, this could be fun. Maybe I'll get to see a bear. And I took off on the hike. And, of course, I know I, I'm in good shape. I can do this. I'm not having any problems. I've got my bear spray. I've got my backpack, which has my camera and all my lenses. And I'm getting ready to take some cool pictures and just going. Well, I didn't realize, or if I realized that I didn't compute it in my brain, that not only was the trail 1.8 miles in length, but it was also an incline going up 900 feet. So that's a pretty steep incline. So there's a lot of switchbacks and walking and, and things to do this trail. And I get about halfway there, and I'm sweating, and I'm panting, and I'm hot. I'm like, and there's a, a log along of one of the switchbacks, and I sit down, and I'm not seeing a soul. There is nobody around. And it's beautiful, and I'm like, get my take my backpack off, and it's, wet from my shirt being wet, and I open up the bag, and there's no water. So then I'm like, well, that was not smart. And then I start going around, and guess what? There's no granola bar or anything like that for energy. I'm like, well, that was really not smart. <laughs> and so I sat there and sort of caught my breath, and I decided... Onward and upward. Off we go to the trail. What about Jesus? Today, Jesus is out in the wilderness. You know, our electionary has us bounce back and forth, and the first Sunday of Lent every year is about Jesus being tempted by, the, by Satan. And that Jesus is out in the wilderness. And so Jesus, it says, is driven out by the Spirit. And he is there for 40 days and hasn't had a thing to eat. Now, I can tell you I would not have been very good at that. And so they say, Jesus, the scriptures say that Jesus was famished. And so Satan comes to Jesus and says, If you are the Son of God... Turn this stone into bread. Boy, how appealing would that have been? Forty days without food. And of course, Jesus quotes scripture and says, one does not eat by bread alone. And Matthew adds on some other things, but lives by every word that comes from the mouth of God. And then so, in a heartbeat, in a flash, shows Jesus everything, the entirety of all the world. It's been given to me. If you worship me, it will be yours. I will give it to you. I wonder how many people thought the same thing when the Powerball was at $9 billion or whatever it was. 
I own it. And you know, and the fun part is we rationalize buying that ticket. I'm going to have fun giving it away. I want it for me. Right? But I'm going to give it away. We might not do so well if we were given that vision, would, would we? It would all be yours. And Jesus says what? Worship the Lord your God only. And then he takes him to the pinnacle of, of the temple. Go ahead. Throw yourself off. Jump. Because it is written. Isn't it interesting how Satan uses scripture to try to convince Jesus he should do something? Maybe you've not thought about that. It is written that the angels will not let you fall let you, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus replies very quickly, what? Do not put the Lord your God to the test. And Satan departed him. Jesus survived his wilderness experience. And so here I am on this trail. And I get about two-thirds of the way up. And again, I am sweating and I am just hot and I hear this noise. I was like, it's a bear. I know it is. And I looked around and I sat down and I start to hear voices. So I know it's not a bear. And here comes this young married couple on their honeymoon from Denmark walking up the hill like it's this flat ground. <laughs> and they start to walk by and they stop and they looked at me and they said, are you okay? I said, I'm, I'm fine, thank you. And they're, what would you like, some water? Oh, I can't take your water. Oh, we have plenty. Here, you need some water. Take some water. Would you like a granola bar? Oh, I can't. Oh, no, no, we have plenty. Well, thank you. What, how did you know that I could use that? She goes, you haven't seen yourself, have you? <laughs> and so they became if you will, my hiking buddies for the rest of the day. And they would get about maybe out to the front doors of the church and then they'd turn around and say, are you doing okay? <laughs> and you know, when I got to the top, the view was incredible. It was beautiful. I could see all of God's creation. And I said, how could anyone not believe that there is a God as you stand here and you look out over the wilderness and the beauty of what God had created? And I thought about the wilderness and wondered about how, how could I have made that without the help of these two people who I never knew from this other country. And I started to think about our own wilderness journey and the journeys that we take as we go through Lent. And I, you know, we all are in the wilderness and your wilderness is going to be different than my wilderness and we're going somewhere else. But yet, guess what? You are not alone. When you are here in church and you come forward, no, we're not offering you water and granola bars. 
but we're offering you the bread of life, the body of Jesus, and the blood of Christ through wine, where you are fed and nourished so that you can make it through your wilderness journey because I can tell you one thing. We cannot do it on our own. We cannot make that journey that Jesus did on his own when he was tempted by Satan because we are sinful people and we always fall short of the glory of God. But Christ is with us. His love never leaves us. And we are fed and nourished and are not left by ourselves. No matter what that wilderness might look like in your life, the gift and promise of God is there for you. And now we are called to go, and as we leave that wilderness, we're ready to go and to celebrate the goodness of God, to celebrate the love of Christ, to share the love with other people. Because we have been given that gift, that promise, a gift of the Holy Spirit, that promise of love. And each week as we gather back in God's house, guess what? We're back in that wilderness. We're back needing to be fed and nourished. We're back needing to hear those words of forgiveness. We need to hear yet again that we are loved. And so, as we journey in Lent, as you walk in your own wilderness, Remember, you are not alone. You will be lifted up and you will be carried. And no, you will not dash your foot against a stone because God is there. The love and promise of God will always be with us. And as you are fed and nourished at God's table, share his love with a world that desperately needs to hear it. So let us journey together and walk in the glory of God. Amen.